Welcome to Zenergy, the interactive podcast providing resources for building a better life. I am Zenashe. I am a conduit, a coach, and a catalyst who launches humanity into greatness by accelerating mindset changes and replacing limitations with possibilities. So a catalyst sparks change, a coach draws out hidden potential on a subject, and a conduit provides a connection. So today, we're going to be talking about encouragement, which is such an important topic, especially after the year and the year and a half or so that we've been through with quarantine and now 2021, everybody thought it was going to be better. And this had his own share of strangeness. Um, and I am here with Perico. Yes, ma'am. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for coming on. Yes, ma'am. All right. And we're, we're going to be talking about encouragement and trying to encourage and uplift you. And uh, he is a recording artist, among other things. And he's going to be sharing some of his music with us. Um, so, you know, when I think about encouragement, you know, I think of the basis of the word. The base of the word is courage. And then you have the prefix in and then you have the suffix meant. So encouragement to me means to actually give somebody courage to face whatever they're facing, you know, to lift them up from fear or disappointment or depression and give them the courage to move forward. And, um, you know, courage, that route also kind of goes back to the core, the heart. You know, so to to give somebody kind of a shot to the heart that's positive and and just really, again, uplifts them and gives them life. So right. what do you what do you think of when you hear the word encouragement? What I think of is like um, I, I put that word with like motivation because it's that boost of, you know, like you can get that adrenaline off of that and you just keep going, keep going. People t- saying, like, whatever you're doing is good. People's Basically, people's um, feedback, that's encouraging for you to keep going. Um, all in all, that's what I find that as. Or you, yourself, you're putting in work and you see great outcome. You're going to keep, you know what I mean? So that's what I take that as. Okay. Um, I, I, there were a lot of things that you said that I just, it made me think about uh, different things. You know, when you said feedback, you know, I'm a teacher. And so we constantly give feedback to our students and there's, there's good ways to give feedback and there's bad ways to give feedback. Um, some of the bad ways to give feedback are when you're vague and you say, Oh, you did a good job. Well, what does that mean? How do they replicate that? You know, I really like how you indented this paragraph and you were very specific with what you were saying and you gave solid evidence that was in a logical order. Okay. Now they know what they did and they can replicate it. Whereas if you're just giving some vague, you know, comments, that's not helpful. So, you know, I've found as a teacher that the more specific I am, Mm -hmm. the more that I see the students reap, you know, repeat that behavior. And also another thing I found as a teacher is what you notice persists, you know, like you have, I've had in years past kids that acted out to get attention. And if they don't get that attention, they stop. Because they're looking for, in a sense, that encouragement. But when you give the attention to the kids that are doing what they're supposed to do, you know, and you you boost them up, then they're encouraged to keep going. And the person that's acting out is encouraged to stop because they're just not getting, as you said, the feedback. They're not getting that um, that attention that they want. And, And to me, encouragement is also attention. Right. When someone is paying attention to what you're doing and they're letting you know that they see you. Right. Because we all have that need to be seen and be noticed and feel valued. You know, on our on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you got food, clothing, and shelter down here at the bottom as survival needs. But when you get those yeah. taken care of, one of the next needs is belonging. Right. And then the need above that is having a sense of purpose, you know, self-actualization and both of that belonging need and that self-actualization need has to do with feeling valued, feeling, feeling seen, feeling heard, you know, when, um, one thing I try to teach my, um, like my cousins, my brother, especially like with this music stuff 
is, and, and this sounds harsh, they fight me for it, but I'm like, your expectations, keep them at a minimum. Because we're the position that we are in our life now, we need to be found. We need to put ourselves out there to be known. And bouncing off of that, uh, what is it? I just left H-E-B, and I ran into somebody I used to go to school with. They followed me on Instagram. And they seen, oh, when we was talking, I was like, yeah, I've been seeing you going on, uh, I haven't seen you on Instagram, you posting your pictures, you doing your music and stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, I wish you like it. Let me know. You know what I'm saying? You just hiding in the shadows. Like it. Let me know. But even with that, though, I, I don't really need the the confirmation of just the fact that they said they seen it. So I know it's being seen, basically. I know it's being seen out there. So that's enough for me, personally. I don't need the extra. That's true. And I want to bring up, uh, there is, I have a Facebook friend. Angela Martin, who just came out with an album uh, for my queens. And so you can get it on, on all streaming platforms and he will see something I did and he'll just, you know, comment. I see you, girl. I right, see you, right, girl. I see you right. doing your thing. I see you. And that's encouraging just for somebody because sometimes we are on social media and we just scroll and we just scroll and we see people doing things we don't like. Right. We don't we don't heart. We don't share. We don't comment. And you don't even know that person may just need that little, you know, like or heart or share or comment just as encouragement right. and not to say that I'm out here. You're out here doing it for that. We're doing it because it's our passion to be as your, you know, your passion is music. My passion is poetry and, and self-help wellness, personal development. Um, But it does help us keep going. (laughs) You know, when we have those dark days, you see that person, you know, man, they ain't been on Instagram 20 years. They finally like my stuff. Appreciate (laughs) it. You came back just to like my stuff. I lie to myself, make myself a little happy. I got to, And then I was thinking about um, another person that came to my mind when you said that Mm. Aunt Boogie who was on my confidence episode and I was on uh, two of his uh, projects that he did. One was a a song that he did and he dedicated the proceeds to domestic violence, which this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. You know, so that song is out there. and I'm trying to think of the name of that song right now. I think it's uh, I can't remember right now. I'm gonna have to te- I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to text him and and you know get the name of the song so I can put it in the in the comments. Um, but he wrote that whole song because he wanted to dedicate that you know to women who were going through and and he wanted to dedicate the money. But it was really encouraging for a man, right? To step out and say, hey, I see women going through. I have the ability to write music. I'm going to write this music and I'm going to dedicate it to a women's shelter. That was encouraging to me as a woman, period. And as a survivor of domestic violence, it was definitely encouraging. And then, you know, later, um, you know, when we worked on some other projects together just for him to say, Hey, I want you to come be a part of this. That's encouraging when people say, Hey, you know, I like your voice or I like your poetry or come be a part of this. And, and just to to open up their platform for you to be on it is, is really encouraging, you know? So what made you pick the topic of encouragement out of the, the list of 10 topics that I had out there? I think right now in my life, that's, what I need or that's just kind of the road that I'm going down of needing encouragement. Of course, what I've been like 10 months in the music and I just dropped a project journey of the puppy kid. And it's just to keep going like, okay, you dropped the album, but keep pushing it. You, um, not everybody going to like it. Not if you get a hundred years, it probably just be one to come through. So just, you know, and then, Somebody else probably out there that I know that I've spoken to people, they need that encouragement too, especially coming from where I come from in my city. So them more so I speak to. You know, so that's why I picked it. It's and then it got something to do with my little album coming up too. You know what I mean? Got something to do with it. Okay, but. okay. You know, I was watching recently um the docudrama on Rick James. Mm. 
And I had no idea that he had been in music for so long. I mean, he started as like a teenager. And he got discouraged sometimes. And it actually showed where he left America and went to Canada because there was this whole revolution there where there was like, um, you know, so many different artists that were just welcoming and they didn't care. He was black and they were white. They didn't care at all. They loved his musicality. They loved his, his, his funk, you know, they loved, um, just his uniqueness, his unique sound. And, uh, he literally stayed there and worked with um, those artists for years and then came back and ended up in Motown. Right. But they wouldn't let him do really much anything but write songs. They, right. did, they, they didn't want him to sing. Right. They didn't want him to perform. Just, just sit over there and write. Just sit over there and write. And he had to keep going from place to place to place where he was getting this encouragement, where he was getting this, basically this platform. And then once he began to put out hits, then it was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, come on back over here. Yeah. Come, 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 come back over here. You know, but it, it was just amazing. You know, we think of some of the icons that have been out there and some of them struggle for so long. Right. And, then they found this one person that believed in them or this one, you know, label that believed in them. Like I, I just saw the docudrama on Aretha Franklin, not the one with Jennifer holiday, but there was one, uh, yeah, with Jennifer. No, it's not Jennifer. Who is it? They don't ask me. I'm a lie. So okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not Jennifer holiday. I'm, I'm saying the wrong name, but, um, okay. It, it was the one that was like on TV on, on cable. And again, you know, she kept looking for that encouragement. She had this sound. She wanted to produce herself. She wanted to be given the credit she deserved, you know. And then she finally found people that believed in her and people that let her really show her brilliance, you know. Even though she was doing some things that were different and Mm. and edgy and everybody didn't agree with, you know. And that's what what, uh, great people do, you know. I heard i think it was ralph waldo emerson say to be great mm. is to be misunderstood you know right, socrates right. was misunderstood plato was misunderstood jesus was misunderstood right. martin luther king jr was misunderstood everybody that was great was misunderstood but then they normally had that one person in their corner you know when i think about martin luther king jr i think about his wife right. you know she was at his side no matter what even when he was messing up yeah. you know but that encouragement, you know, um, I watched a docudrama on Dick Gregory and, you know, the man just changed our world through the civil rights movement, through nutrition, through yeah. so many things. And so many people were not in his corner, right? but his wife was, you know, his kids were, even though he was gone all the time. Right. And you know, just that encouragement is so powerful. So, you know, who would you say like has encouraged you in your life? Oh man. Uh, for sure. My dad, like him really stepping out of his, like out of his comfort zone, getting into acting, getting into modeling. Um, he just shot up his own business. He was working for massage envy and he just was like, I'm going to just wing it and see what happened. He took off and I was there with him. And I'm like, okay, you really, cause at first I'm going to tell you this, he was getting discouraged. And I guess I had to be there for that particular situation. Cause I'm telling him, I'm like, I'm like, dad, you're just starting, you know, just give it some time. If you've been having customers coming there, they're going to come here. Just give it time. And after that, we, we wasn't seeing him. He had work. He got people coming back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So I, and then I, I talked to him. He excited. And I'm like, that's, you know, you just have to be patient, especially I was when I was looking at him, we look alike. So when I was looking at him, I was thinking about me and how I've had my moments where it felt like, okay, nothing's moving. And then all of a sudden it was bam. All I had to do is just wait for the moment to come. So, Yeah. I like that you said you had to, you told him to give us some time. Yeah. And then you felt like nothing was moving. And then you said, I, all I had to do was wait for the moment. Yeah. You know, because what I like to tell people sometimes is 
look at nature. Right. You know, we have four seasons, spring, summer, winter, fall. And I don't think we have four seasons just because, you know, God was like, uh, let me come up with four seasons. I think the four seasons are there really as a model of life. Right. You have times when you plant, you have times when you harvest, you have times when it seems like all the leaves are falling and everything is dying and it's all barren and, and hibernating. And then things come back to life and things bloom. And so that is encouragement. When I look at the weather and some days it's beautiful. You're like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Look at it. Look at the blue sky. Look at, oh, it's a perfect temperature. I don't even want to go to work. I want to be out at the beach somewhere. And then you have days when you're like, oh, my gosh. You know, what did we do to the mother nation? I mean, this is crazy. You know, I mean, we have freak storms. We have all this, you know. And then you have days when it's just calm. It's not just, it's not really beautiful. It's not ugly. It's just, it's it's just the average decent day. You know, you look at nature, you look at the seasons, you look at plants. Um, I've learned a lot from trying to grow some plants. (laughs) Never thought I would try to do that, but quarantine makes you do all kinds of Uh things, you know? So some plants grow and some plants, you just try to make them grow and they just die. And then some plants grow a lot more than you ever expected. Mm -hmm. I got a rosemary plant outside is just, it's, you know, I cook with it every week and it still looks like I didn't take anything off of it. It just, you know, so, I mean, you don't know you plant a seed. Sometimes you get nothing. Sometimes you get 30, 60, a hundred fold. Sometimes it just seems to keep producing forever. Right. See, that's what I I tell or me noticing. Oh, one thing I do follow, if any, you know, if you have something or like, I'm going to say I'm a man with, with many gifts. That's what, it, that's the, the main thing that keeps me. Cause it's like, I wasn't given this for nothing. So as I tell my cousins or anybody else that I work with, you was given something, you know, why waste it? That mm-hmm. should keep you, especially even in my, even at my downest moments, I still was creating. Even when I was like, I'm done. I get back on my phone. I start typing in the middle of the night. Cause I heard something. So, you know, I, that's one thing I like to tell people. If you got that gift or, you know, not everybody blessed with that, for one. So hone in on it. Take off with it. Just keep producing. Um, like I say, um, I draw. You've seen it. Uh, I did the yes, album cover. Right. Um, I, you know, and that was just something I think um, I was just drawing. I just got back into drawing. And my cousin, he wanted a, um, a track cover. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to see. I'm going to try to work with this dude. He can throw it on uh, Photoshop and color it, paint or whatever. So I do the picture. I hit him up. He's like, yeah, I'll do the picture. Three months go by. I'm like, okay. He, you know, I text him back. I'm like, hey, you got the picture? He's like, yeah, I'm going to get it. I'm like, oh, man. I'm going to have to pick up this old Photoshop skill back from high school. And I did that. And I shot it to him. He like, bro, that was dope. Oh, who did that? I was like, I did it. Like, I used to do this. So after doing that, I found, like, okay, it's a little cool little hobby I got. Just kept drawing. I draw a picture, take it home. And I'm at work. I'm supposed to be working. I'm drawing pictures. I take it home. And not thinking about it, uh, my people just start inboxing me. Hey, can you do me a picture? I'm like, oh, I'm going to see. I don't know. Like, what, what you got? They tell me something. And I just, more people just started coming. And this is just a little hobby. But it's something, it's something that I stopped and picked back up. I wasn't even doing it for the money. So, Again, you keep doing it. You don't know who's going to see it and, who, you know. Yes. So <laughs> speaking of hobbies, yeah. <clears throat> I started poetry as a hobby. Right. I started poetry as a stress reliever. Right. And I never at, in the beginning, I never thought I would even publish anything. Right. I was that wasn't even a, a thought. Then I was in college. And there was a contest that came up and it was for $300. I was like, oh, okay, let me try. Let me try. I mean, it doesn't hurt. I think it was like a $10 entry form or something, $10 entry fee. I sent it in and I won. I was like $300 for poetry. Right. Okay. 
Man. You know, yeah, it right. was, I was like, whoa. And then it just went from there. You know, um, I would put it down for a while. Like you said, right. I would get discouraged because mm. there was a time when I was like, I want to publish. I want to publish. I want to publish. And I was sending out my work. I had a whole binder. I still have this oh, binder. Yeah. I have a binder full of rejections. Right. Okay. And then I got my first acceptance after a binder full of rejections. It right. probably was like a hundred rejections before I got that first acceptance. And then I got another one and then I got another one. And so I had gotten published like three times, right. like the whole time I was in college. And then I got married, got away from it. Didn't even think about it. And then didn't come back to it. I would write every now and then, but didn't come back to it till my kids graduated high school. Right. And then it's a hobby again. And then I'm performing, doing open mics, because now I'm super stressed. Mm -hmm. Super stressed. Super stressed. She got a lot of material. So I'm performing just really for the stress relief, because being in front of the being in front of a crowd for me is um, it's electric. Right. It it makes me feel like nothing else. I don't even know how to describe it to someone who's not a performer. But it's it's an intimate thing. Mm-hmm. You feel almost one with the audience. You feel connected. There's this current. There's this energy that's going through the room. When the vibe is right, yeah. it's like there's nothing on the planet that like beats that moment on stage yeah. when the vibe is right. And if you get good at creating that energy, Kay and I are really good at creating really good energy and right. keeping the energy good. Cause you can feel when it starts. Oh, 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 okay. Let's get it back together. Let's get it back. Right. right. And then we, we keep that energy. Right. And it's just, it's, it's addictive. It's just yeah. amazing. And then, Again, like I said, started this out as a hobby. Yeah. And see. then an owner, business owner was like, I like your poetry. Can you create a show for me? Mm-hmm. Sure. Give me a month. Didn't know a thing about yeah. creating a show. But that's, I'll say, encouragement. Somebody is saying, I value what you do so much. Um, I'm going to, you and I are going to work together and we're going to make a money-making opportunity out right. of what you do. All right. All right. Wow. You're going to be able to sell tickets right? and take this fee at the door and everything you get at the door is yours to keep. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, and, and I'll even give you this amount for the DJ. Right. Okay. Okay. Say, take care of you. I'm yeah. On. So, I mean, um, encouragement mm-hmm. and then people to come up and say, you know, man, this show was great. I had so much fun. I feel so much better. You said, leave the outside outside. You said, you know, come stress, leave refresh. I, I feel so refreshed, you know, but then mm-hmm. on the other hand, you know, we've had, you came to one of our shows yeah. and you know, it was standing room only, you know, people yeah. kept coming in all night long. Right, right. We, we constantly had people coming in the whole night and we've had shows Five times as big as that one. That one was actually a small one, but and then you came when we did the live podcast, yeah. and it was you mm-hmm. and the people on the panel. Yeah, and so you know that there is, um, there's two sides to this coin. There's a time when you can't even accommodate the audience because right. you got people hanging outside on the patio. Right, they can't even get in, and then you have the oh. We got nobody here but one guest. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you still got to perform like I got 20 in a crowd. Right. You know, so, um, and, and of course, those were two different things, a live podcast versus live comedy, music, and poetry. But still, right. encouragement, you know, because once you see, okay, sometimes it's boom right. and sometimes it's bust. But even in the bust, you can be creating something of value because right. even though nobody, you were the only guest for that live podcast that we did. I still have gotten, I don't even know how many downloads of that episode right? and merch sold and you know, all kind of stuff, you know? So even, even in the losses, as some right. people would say, the loss is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to look at it as a failure. You can look at it as, as 
you know, a ramp to your next opportunity. Right. You know, so I've, I've kind of learned to take things in stride and just enjoy, enjoy both sides, right. enjoy the boom and mm-hmm. enjoy the bust, you know, cause when you, when you have those, what I've seen sometimes is when the people get to those constant booms, constant booms, yeah. they don't even know how to handle it. Uh-huh. Cause it's like, Oh wow. I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared. Right. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the constant booms, but, but I also realized that compared to Rick James, right. compared to Aretha Franklin, you know, of course these are great icons. I definitely haven't had to put in the kind of dues that they had to put in right. to get some, yeah, to yeah. get some of the, I mean, think about, in the seventies, how long it would take you to get a thousand views or something or a thousand downloads today. You could get it in a day. You could get it in a couple of hours. You know, I mean, I literally have seen videos that we did where people are going live and it's got 5,000 views and we're not even done with the show. Right. You know, and, and it's, it's a two hour show and we are not even done. And and it's our look, look, look how many people are looking at this. Look, look, look. You know, we're on intermission, Yeah. you know, and I'm like, you wouldn't get that kind of reaction. So it's to me, I feel grateful for anything that happens, but I definitely feel grateful when I look at the past and I look at what people went through. I haven't had to, you know, I I was watching, uh, I think it was Miles Davis. Um, No, it was Dick Gregory again. It was that documentary on Dick Gregory. He went outside to smoke Mm. and he's about to go on stage and perform. And the cops are like, you can't stand here. You can't stand here. You're a black man. You can't stand in front of this establishment. And he's like, I'm going in there to perform. And they were like, I'm Dick Gregory. Look, my name is right there. And the cop said, I don't care who you are. I told you to move along, boy. Move along. Get, Get from over here. And he's like, I'm literally about to walk in and perform. And they literally beat him up and arrested him. And he didn't get to perform that night. And we don't have to go through stuff like that. So there's an encouragement to me in looking back at what people went through and realizing that I will never know what that's like because they went through it. And because they said, this is not, you know, I'm I'm going to boycott places right. that segregate. I'm going to not perform. They took a stand so that I don't have to take a stand. I don't have to um, put up with that or fear that, right. you know. Um, and even there were white performers that also took a stand with them mm-hmm. who didn't have to. Right. They stuck their noses out. Some of them got blacklisted, blackball, called communists mm-hmm. because of it. Lucille Ball being one. Right got called a communist, you know, uh, while Disney got called a communist because they were speaking out on some of the injustices that they saw among other things that they were doing. But it's, it's encouraging to me to think of, I can be a performer. I can perform anywhere I want because there were people who paid dues for me. Right. You know, and and that, um, cause you know, I, when I, I think the first time when I met you, I told you I was performing, but I stopped and so I took a break from performing. That, um, one, me performing and me performing my style of music and which I know back at home, it's not, you know, the culture is different. And so I come here to Houston. I think, um, I was traveling from Beaumont here to perform and when I'm performing, it's about a few that I get. Not all the time when I'm performing, especially with the styles, because you got people that come up there, um, they rap and it's like street rap, everything. And I'm listening to it. And I'm like, yeah, there's some, you know, some, I understand the music. Ain't nothing I'm going to download, but I understand the music. <laughs> Look, hey, cut that part out. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah. it's all right. We all have yeah. different, we all nah. have different likes. But be yeah, be yeah, honest, be yourself. That's, that's what I'm saying. I understand the music. I understand the music belongs in this environment. And that's what I was kind of thinking on my own. Cause I take, I have to kind of separate um, discouragement from. I think at that time I was just feeling like that's not it. Like I'm going performing, I'm doing my songs, um, and I know they're not understanding the words I'm saying. Majority of the time I use a lot of metaphors, so I know they're really not getting a story. 
So during that time, I think I was driving back home. And it was it was my last performance on the 27th. Uh, I can't remember the place. It was the Wolves' Den. And after I did the performance, I was driving home. I was playing some music. Just you know, I drive and I um, while I'm driving, I'm thinking the lyrics to the to the song. And something just told me like, man, that's it. That's, you need to stop with this. You need to stop. It's just not your environment. And I understand, you know, people call me and they tell me, man, you need to keep going. You don't know who in the audience, you know. And I'm like, I understand that, but. I wasn't happy. I, I, um, and you know, and they, they lit me up. I got on Instagram. I was like, yeah, they got done performing. It was DJs calling me. They was like, man, you need to keep coming performing. But in this, in this time performing, you know, you got to pay some money. I was paying like $150, paying $20. And that was really taking a lot from me. And I just wasn't seeing nothing back. It's like, you know, you invest in stocks. You want to see some progress. You want to see something. Even I think I did it for a good eight months consistently. And I guess people can say I let it get to me. I probably did. But that was a lot of weight that I had on my shoulder. And when I just gave myself that answer of just stop, it was like it, it was almost like I was being held hostage. But it was just me. So when I said just stop, everything just went down. And I just felt like relieved, like I was free from something. So, um, but even then, um, I still call my cousin. I'm like, y'all would fit in this environment. It's just not for me. I know what I have to do. You know what I mean? But you, you have to have wisdom with that because, right. you know, um, one of my, one of my poet friends, she's so cold. She was posting that they were trying to get some poets to come out and perform at a twerking contest. Oh, she was Lord. like, she was like, come on now, come on now. We about to cut open our souls right, and, right. you know, bear our yeah. most, you know, intimate scars and poetry. And, and this is a twerking contest, you know, and, <laughs> and, and she was like, come on now, you know? So, and, and, and depending on what kind of poet you are, that may, there may be, um, Queen Meek was like, I could go, right. <laughs> you know, I could do it because right. she's got a more rap kind of poetry. Uh, some of us, I couldn't do it. I'm, right. I'm a softer kind of poet. I have hard hidden stuff, but it's definitely not right for that it's kind of raw. environment. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so you have to know your audience, right? your demographic, your your, you know, who is your ideal listener? You know, everybody, everybody may not listen to energy. It may right. not be for the 18. It might not be for the 18 to 21 year old crowd. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a little more mature. Right. You know, so when I look at my demographics, my demographics tend to be 35 and up as my majority audience, 60% right. of my audience. It's because they done been through something. The babies ain't went through nothing yet. <laughs> so y'all, y'all hold on. <laughs> you know, so 40% of my audience is under 35. So 60% is 35 and up, you right. know, um, they, they relate to this kind of conversation. They relate to, uh, discussing real life and journeys and things like that. Right. Um, so I'm not trying to, I mean, anybody can tune in. Anybody's welcome to tune in, but I'm not necessarily going to try to, uh, how can I put it? Reach. Like cater to uh, you a know, specific audience. Yeah, to cater people. to an audience that isn't gravita gravitating to me anyway. Right. If they want to come along for the ride, they welcome. But right. you know, I'm I I feel like your vibe attracts your tribe. Mm -hmm. And when you try to um attract someone that's not your tribe, mm -hmm. that's leading to discouragement because it's just not the vibration isn't right. You right. know, they're not attracted to what you're doing. Right. And it's it's like some people are attracted to Coke, some people are attracted to Pepsi, some people are attracted to Mountain Dew. Right. You know, but there's a, a lane for everybody. Right. You know, so if you're Mountain Dew, I'm sorry the Coke people may not want to drink you. Right. Right. You know, it's all right to be Mountain Dew. Right, right. You know, it's okay. And you might not be Mountain Dew at all. You might not be be carbonated. Let's, say, let's just respect you know? our differences, please. Yeah. So you can you can embrace yourself and right. your uniqueness and and realize that there is a, a niche for you. And sometimes those niches become very profitable, right? Because sometimes people are not um, 
they're not hearing something that resonates with them in the masses. Right. They, they keep searching and then they find it. And right. they're like, okay, this is my thing. Right. You know, I'm thinking about like geek chic, you yeah. know. They're like, I don't like this grunge wear. I don't like this sophisticated thing. I need something that's a little nerdier. Yeah, yeah. And now we got geek chic, you know. And that it's encouraging when you find something that resonates with you. Because, again, going back to that belonging and that... Mm that validation and that uh, self-actualization when you feel like you met your tribe, that's really cool. Right. You know? Um, and I wanted to kind of go back to pace. You mm. were talking about putting yourself out there, putting yourself out there and then paying to put yourself out there. <laughs> when I created my platform, that was the one thing I saw. That was the one thing I experienced yeah. is that everywhere that I wanted to go, I had to pay to perform. Right. And I said, okay, I'm going to create a platform, but nobody's going to have to pay to be on my stage. Right. I, sh I really should be paying them because yeah. they're, they are the show, yeah. you know? So I said there will never be, unless we're doing a contest or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, there's where there's a cash prize. Right. That's the only way that I've ever had artists pay um, to be on the show. But besides that, it was always a free platform, you know, for the artists to come and perform. And, and if they sold tickets, they got to keep half of the ticket, right. you know? So that was one thing that kind of, again, you say what makes you different, what makes you stand out with that in the beginning when i started that's one of the things that made me different now there's other people now that are doing that yeah. but you know i was one of the first that i know of i don't know if if there were other people doing it you know i didn't know of them because when i went to perform it was always a charge right you know um so yeah see i don't i don't yeah. want to hurt you but this what was it um this was like probably a good month after i met a couple of people um why and be ambitious? Shout out to you, my guy. But he inboxed me on Instagram, and he was like, oh, "Man, should I do this show?" And he sent me the screenshot of a DJ. Um, it's a DJ I worked with before too. He was like, "Man, if you give me uh, three hundred dollars, they got a five hundred dollar cash prize." I said, "My guy, did you read that? If you win, you're gonna go back home with two hundred dollars. You're gonna get them five hundred dollars, but you're gonna go home with two hundred dollars." So. Not too, too, I ain't, you know, I ain't going to go too much more in debt, but stuff like that really had me to come out of doing that performances. I'm just paying everybody bills. That's it. Mm. I'm like, I need mine paid, man. I'm trying to find me a little audience. But yeah, the, the, that, I mean, stuff like that, um, people taking advantage of you. That's another one. That's what, and I'm not saying all of them do it out here in Houston. I know people have to, like, they pay for their DJs and they have to pay to, um, even, what come I think open it clubs or whatever, but stuff like that. You know, I had enough of them experience to so if anything, y'all be careful out there about that. <laughs> I ain't trying to get in trouble. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> well, um we were talking about timing mm -hmm. and and all of that. And I know that you brought a song for us. It's called Pace. Yes. So how does this song tie to encouragement? I say in the song Pace, which my cousin, Chunchy C, uh, Chunchy C, shout out to you. He called me to come on the track. But this song is, at least I can speak for my part, while I speak on through all the hard times, I just kept going through Even when I knew I had to go through it. It's just like, yo, just keep going. Like, don't, don't let it stop you. It, as hard as it gets, just... Keep going, cause at the end, you know you, you, you know through all the bad times. I didn't, I didn't been through this enough. You know it's gonna be rough before it get better. So, kind of easily got the story out. I think I wrote that for him in about fifteen minutes. I mm -hmm. resonated with the title of the song. So, yeah, I love the little song. Okay, so. The people that are tuning in live, you won't be able to hear this. I'm getting ready to put on my headphones so I can hear it. Um, there is. A song that's already up on my podcast it's called the survivor seminar i don't remember what episode it was he was on that episode that was when we talked about there was a live yeah, podcast yeah. and he was the only one that showed up for the live <laughs> podcast and since he was there and he had his music we played it and we put it on the podcast so you can find his music there where else can they find your music for people who are 
you know, Facebook Live and want to be trying to listen while we're doing this because it's going to go silent for a few minutes for the Facebook Live audience and the people who are listening to the podcast. You'll be able to hear it when this goes up on the podcast, but for the Facebook Live audience, they'll just hear some silence. Yeah. So where Um, can they find your music? All my music, um, it's under Perico, under all platforms, everything. You can find it. Um, album Journey of the Public Kid. I just dropped a single last month called Understand. And this song is a feature, so it had to be found through my cousin, uh, Chunchy C, under um, basically his music on all platforms. So, Okay, so Journey of the Puppy Ki- Puppet? Puppet yes. Kid. And his name is spelled P-E-R-R-I-C-O. Yes, man. And we're going to listen to Pace now. saying you know i'm going at my pace running my race and you were talking about being discouraged lying in your bed thinking about those hurts in your heart but still getting up and continuing to run the race in spite of that um 
So that was that was really encouraging. It's very very mellow for you yeah. know the people that uh, are on Facebook. You got to look up his yeah. music. Um, it's very mellow. You know, just being a child of the seventies. I like music with music. It's like you start off with music. And then you had the bass drop. Right. And then you had the lyrics start, you know, and sometimes we don't even have that kind of music anymore. It's like you don't even have a chance to enjoy what what the, the melody is right. before you already hear whatever yeah. is coming at you. Oh, uh, look, he had, <laughs> you know? even doing this song when he sent it to me, because mm. he because uh, he covered the hook, he co- you know, he covered the hook. So when I was singing it, he actually taught me something. He sung so soft on there. And I was mm-hmm. singing so loud. I'm like, man, it sound horrible. My producer, he like, bro, it sound good. I'm like, dude, it sound bad. Then we play it again. I had to I had to sing on the song like, this piss I'm taking, I'm fine. But it sounded like it's so, so I had to, he was like, man, because I was standing up. He said, dude, just sit down and sing the song. So I'm like slouched in the chat. This piss I'm taking. I had to get in the mood. So I, so I really like it. The ad libs, everything. That's, that's my favorite song. We still trying to push that. Y'all go check that song out. We need some views on that bad ball. Yeah, that's okay. my baby. So is it on YouTube? Um, Yeah, it's it's on everything. Okay. On all platforms. Okay. So go to YouTube, you know, Pace, Perico. Um, I wanted to talk for a minute about um, finding encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know, I've mentioned finding encouragement and looking at the past. Um. Uh, there's a book that I'm going to read soon. It's called The Happiness Quotient. Um, I believe that's the title. But I heard just a little blurb about it. And this guy has done research on the happiest people in the world. Right. And he said what he found that they do that is very easy for anybody to do. When they're happy, they journal about it. Right. They write it down. They write exactly what made them happy, how they felt, you know, what was happening. They write it in detail. And when they get discouraged, they go back and read it. Right. And it instantly brings those feelings back. It takes them back to that moment and they are able to get over their discouragement faster because they have these literally these happiness journals to go back to. And he was saying that that's something that, um, that many of us, and I can say I've been guilty of this. We rehearse our pain, right? We go back and we think about when this person upset us, discouraged us, pissed us off. And we rehearse that, but we don't rehearse our joy. Right. We don't go back and relive our joy. We don't go back and relive our best moments. We don't go back and, and marinate in that. And he was saying the people that are the happiest people in the world, rather than rehearsing their pain, they rehearse their joy. Right. They rehearse their success. They rehearse their even things that they rehearse their vision of the future. They go back and read their goals. Right. You know, um, One thing that I used to do every year, and I'm going to do it this year, I used to write at the end of the year everything I had accomplished. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then when I got frustrated and like, "Ah," you know, I would go back and read what I had accomplished last year. And I would be like, I felt frustrated times last year, but look at all the stuff that I accomplished by the end of that year. Look at what I got done. And I have this passion planner, you know, my, my, my cameraman asked me one day, what would happen if you lost your passion planner? I would be like, Uh, I don't even want to think about it. I don't (laughs) even want to think about it. You know? (laughs) Cause I, I have my one from last year. I won't even throw that thing away. That thing is like, priceless even yeah. though it's a planner it's like i put my goals in there right. i put my dreams in there i i put little stickers on every goal that i accomplish you know yeah. what i mean i put like here's this goal i didn't think i was gonna accomplish it and then right over there you know because at the end of the month it has this reflection page All right what were your top accomplishments for the month? You know, what did you learn this month? Just going back and reading that stuff from last year when I get discouraged, it's like, man, I remember when I was right there and I learned that. Right. And I, I overcame that. And I, you know, 
Yeah. It's it's so encouraging. I would never throw that thing away, even though I've never, I never before I got the passion planner, I never even used a planner. I used it like one, two days, and that was it. Right. But I use this thing almost every day, and almost every month I go and I fill out that reflection. Yeah. And I, it's encouraging to go back and read it, and just see where I was. Yeah. Where I got to, and then also. We are in, you know, for people who are on YouTube, this is my home office, this podcast room. When I come in here, when I'm walking down the hall and I just open the door, because normally I keep this door closed and I just open the door and look in here. Mm -hmm. This did not exist before October of 2020. All right. This room was my kid's bedroom and it was junkified. Okay. <laughs> And now there is a conference table in here with 14 designs of T-shirts that I created. Yeah. There is two journal packs in here that I've sold almost 200 of that didn't exist, you know, October of 2020. All right. I have magnetic bookmarks. I have affirmation cards. I have these little, you know, motivation bands and wristbands and now i even have worry stones all of these things i didn't even have a store before quarantine i didn't have a store all right i literally made my e-store because of quarantine okay i had a website and the website had flyers from right. my past shows the live music shows comedy poetry it had artists listed on there i didn't have a store I got two stores now, yeah. two separate websites, one for the merch that I have here and one for the merch that's print on demand. Right. So when I open this door and I look in here at all this stuff, all this stuff, none of this was in here. None of this. This is all like in a year, a little over a year. And I get packages delivered to me i just unboxed one right before yeah. our podcast i was cussing me i'm sorry <laughs> no i was showing him some stuff but um i get packages of because i sell out of the wristbands i i've sold out of the keychains i don't even know how many times yeah i've sold out of most of the shirts that i had on hand i mean of course print on demand you can get them at any time but i do get some printed to have when i do vending you know Everything that's in this room I've sold out of yeah. multiple times. And it's encouraging just to walk by and open the door and look in here and realize that 13 months ago, this room was my son's bedroom. Right. And Zenergy didn't exist. Right. And now Zenergy is top 10% globally has subscribers in 53 cities and 35 countries right. has two websites of merchandise. I've done four workshops. I've had over a thousand people turn tune into the workshops online. Right. I mean, and that's not even including all the downloads. I, c I couldn't even tell you how many downloads I have because I can't keep track of them. Right. I got YouTube. I got Instagram, I got Facebook, I've got the actual podcast itself. Yeah. So I couldn't even tell you how many downloads I have. I can only guess. Yeah. You know? See, that's so it's it's like that's encouraging when you say I may not be where I want to be on right. certain days. On certain days, like when I do a live podcast, like the one you came yeah. to and nobody shows up. Yeah. That was not where I wanted to be yeah. on that day. But when I look at the overall picture of what I have accomplished in from sep from October 11th to ooh October 9th this yeah. literally is almost a one yeah. year of the first broadcast the first upload right the first upload I'm I'm almost I'm two days away from the anniversary of the first upload, and I accomplished all this in that one year time of the first upload. Yeah, I cannot be anything but grateful. I mean, it's almost like you know, I almost want to cry because yeah. it's like, oh my god, how 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 did I even get here? Yeah, 
How did this even happen? And so encouragement, looking at your own progress, cataloging your own progress, giving yourself credit for what you have done, no matter what baby step it is. Because right. buying the keychains, that's a baby step, but selling out of them, that's a big yeah. thing. Yeah. And then replicating it and replicating it and replicating it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know you were going to say something. What did oh, you want to say? I'm saying, like, as far as you, that's the same thing. When I'm looking at it, as you were talking, I'm looking at it like how I was talking about my dad, how he dropped everything and customers came to him. I'm looking at it like how you started this and you have people coming on the podcast. So it's like I came and people. So that's that's motivating. That's motivating. That's that's cool to see that you started this. And what you say in a year you already kicked up. I'm glad yeah. to be here. I'm like, it's, you know. I'm glad to have you here. And, you yeah. know, uh, and again, you never know who you're going to meet, right? right? So I posted something on Facebook. He shows up to the live podcast. Mm -hmm. He shows up to our, uh, I forgot what the name of that show was, Rising, the Fe Rising of the Phoenix, Phoenix Rising. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. He shows up to that show. And then he's on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? So from that one post, and see, people say, oh, it don't matter if I post. Ain't right. nobody looking at it right. anyway. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah, they are. You know? So I posted up one flyer, and I got him to come to that show, another show, and then he's on the podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if I hadn't posted that flyer, none of this would happen. Yeah. You know? So encouragement. So the people that are out there, you know, business owners, artists, Keep posting, keep putting your stuff out there, you know, and just keep doing what you what you know to be right and, and moving forward, even if it's baby steps, you know. Right. Um, and, and I also want to say read. Encouragement. I get encouraged by the things I read. I just finished a book called The Mount of Olives. You can look it up on YouTube. It's a three hour audio book. Oh Not three hours. <laughs> you know how you know how fast you can do three hours it takes me 30 minutes to drive to work that's one hour a day in three days i read right. that book oh lord i can get in trouble audio book she right i'm just saying <laughs> and you know what i didn't have to physically read one word right all i had to do was turn off the music and turn on the youtube audio book right and now i have 11 lessons for improving your life from right. this story called the mount of olives and now I learned something new and I yeah. got encouraged because that book was very encouraging. Yeah. So that's, that's another way. Simple things, simple things. I decided, and I've done it before. I was going to read 52 books this year. I'm at book number 31. I'm actually behind because this is week number 40. Yeah. I'm nine books behind, but I decided I was going to read a book a week. How am I doing it? I hardly listen to music when I'm driving. I listen to music when I clean up. Yeah. But when I'm driving, I listen to audiobooks. You know? Right. And on average, I get through a book a week. And some of the really good ones, I go buy them physically because I want to go back over them. Right. Um, but yeah. And most of them are free. And then I just bought an Audible uh, membership. $15 and I get basically two free books a month, I think. So, you, you know, hit that to the list. Yeah. So, you know, there's all kind of ways to encourage yourself, you know, listening to great music. That's encouraging. Like his album, go download it, go get it. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to have him tell us where, where we can get it again in a few minutes. You know, I've got all kind of inspirational merch. I got guided journals. I got motivational bands. I got shirts, you know, that rep and I'm a, I'm a shout out my cameraman. This is his design. It says, hello, my name is Never mind. I'm a Virgo. Okay. So <laughs> this, this makes me feel good as a Virgo, you know? So, um, I would like to say whatever makes you feel good is encouragement. You were mentioning smoothies. What is it that you drink? Uh, um, yeah, I, I got into, what is that, making the green smoothies? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that actually, like people really sleep on that stuff. That stuff really works. Uh, I think my dad, he he he, uh, he he come after me sometimes. He's like, bro, did it? He's like, that stuff really work? I'm like, yes, it does. You want to try it? Man, I don't want to try it. They think it's weird. I'm like, yeah, I know they don't understand that, but it's something I was interested in. Uh, I really started at a time. It was a, 
I think it was it was kind of a bad time for me. So I was kind of basically like the food that I was eating. I was like, I kind of want to change all of that. Try to get into something a lot more healthier because I'm not doing so well right now. And like I said, I took that drink. Um, I was going to pay my rent for my apartment. I'm in Walmart. My legs straight up. My arms folded. I just feel like like I, I needed to go exercise. I actually went back to my apartment and I worked out for two hours and still was trying to move. I'm like, man, we talking just off of greens, off the blender. I'm like, yeah. So that that's yeah, I need to look into that. Vitamins, uh, the greens, everything. That stuff really works. I miss it. I ain't did it. I ain't did, I haven't done it in a while. I kept the other diets, but that one I haven't done in a while. But yeah, I most definitely want to get back into that. Well, I think, you know, anything that helps your wellness, you know, I um, try to do a smoothie at least once a week. That's like a a wheatgrass or a bee pollen smoothie because I feel it in my body. I feel the difference. Um, I'm a big proponent of of crystals. This is actually aquamarine. And so this is actually for like mental clarity and, and actually encouragement. And there's, there's some crystals that actually like the black crystals that actually absorb negativity. Florida water is another thing that you can use to absorb negativity and kind of just cleanse yourself. Um, so I believe in crystals, incense, uh, essential oils. Oh my gosh. Essential oils. Yes. Um, bath stuff you know talking about encourage yourself pamper yourself sometimes Mm. it just feels good just to take better care of yourself you know get a massage get a mani pedi get you know when they're washing your hair and massaging your scalp and it just feels good because sometimes we we beat ourselves down we don't give ourselves anything that's uplifting anything to look forward to you know if you're making goals for yourself you could say hey when i reach this goal my my reward right. is going to be a massage or a mani-pedi or, you know, sometimes we reward ourselves with food, but sometimes it's not the good yeah, kind yeah. of food. It's not the healthy kind of food. So let's move away from that kind of reward. But, you know, or I'm going to get a shirt I really like, you know, or I'm going to, you know, I'm, when I make more money, you know, I'm going to, as I was reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I'm going to buy things I want by using my assets rather than right. using my funds that come in, you know, I'm going to boost my assets and, and then pay for my, my splurges, my luxuries right. out of the boosted assets, you know? So all those things are encouraging. It's encouraging to learn. It's encouraging to grow. It's encouraging to reach your goals. Right. You know, it's encouraging to set goals. It's encouraging to visualize. It's encouraging to do affirmations. Um, it's encouraging to surround yourself with positivity. Yeah. You know, go get some mentors and and really listen to their advice and, and follow it. Check in with them and, and have some accountability. All those things are encouraging. Um, do you have any other tips for encouragement that you could think of? Oh, man. Like I said, I'm more, I'm more of a straightforward dude. Um, like I said, if you got the gift, just keep going. Even at the down this moments don't stop. Or if you ha- if you need a break, you know, especially like in music and in poetry, I'm sure too. Writers block a hit. You get discouraged. This song's what is it? It, it? It's a song that I've had for almost eight months, nine months, and I'm ju- I just finished it. Like I finished the whole set. The second half, I'm like, man, I can't get the song done. I think I'm gonna just trash it. Then I waited and I played it again and instantly had something for it. So. Like we said earlier, it might just not be the time right now. It, you know, move on to the next thing. Or like you said, set a goal for something else. Just keep that one on, you know, keep that one by by your side. You know, that it, it just don't need to be taken care of right now. You got what you needed out of it. Just come back to it later. So as far as encouragement, like you said, friends, make sure you got the right friends around you. Um, right environment. Um, I mean, that's basically it. You know, you put it out there, just... Make sure you got the right people around you. Make sure you're in the right environment, not trying to fit in with nobody. Um, being different and it's not working is the best thing. It, like, it's not working in the, in the, in the beginning. Because later on when you see the outcome, then you're like, okay, it was worth being here. I got to see my progress happen and people come and appreciate what we can say majority of the people don't appreciate. Or they don't, you know, it's not for them. So, Yeah. As far as encouragement, that's what I say. Yeah. Okay. So where can the people find you on social media? How can they get in cu- touch with uh, you? They can find me 
um, Instagram. Uh, don't go to my Twitter. You can find me on Instagram for sure. That's my main platform. Uh, underscore P E R R I C O. Um, YouTube. I got a music video. I know Puppet music video. I, y'all can find me on there. And for all platforms, it's Perico P E R R I C O. You can find all my music: Spotify, Apple, uh, YouTube Music, Amazon, everything. All right. And I am Zenashe, Z-E-N-A-S-E. That's on Facebook. That's on Instagram. Um, on on TikTok, I actually am on TikTok. I have uh, Zenergy3, and Zenergy is spelled Z-E-N-N-U-R-G-Y. And Zenergy is about the urge for more peace and fulfillment in life. It's about getting the most out of life, getting more from life. And that's what all of my merchandise is about. That's what all of my shows are about. How can we get the most from life? How can we, you know, as I think the Rose said, how can we just suck the marrow of life, you know, to feel that fullness of life. And he said to put to rout everything that was not life so that when we lived, we wouldn't feel like we had just existed, but we would feel like we had lived with passion and gusto. And so thank you for joining us to talk about encouragement. You can also find him on my Zenergy platform at um, the episode called the survivor seminar. Um, and his music, he has another song on that, um, episode. So that's already on my Zenergy platform, Z E N N U R G Y. And next week we're going to be talking about energy. Oh God. Energy, which is, I'm going to have a, um, personal trainer coming and we're going to be talking about energy. So you can tune in for that, uh, next Sunday. And thank you for joining us. May you walk in Zenergy. Have a great night. My name is Zenashe, and I have a weekly podcast called Zenergy, which is fuel for the mind, body, and soul. And this is the Zenergize Your Life Goal Setting Package, Volume 1. It comes with the workbook, a journal, stickers, a bookmark, tabs, and a QR code where you can find my podcast. And inside this workbook, you're going to have 16 different principles. The first one, I'm going to show you mine, is abundance. You have a place to put pictures that inspire you of role models, also pictures of goals that you want to create, goals, journal prompts, meditations, affirmations, all kinds of things to help you focus on this principle to better your life. And like I said, there's 16 principles. So this is a $15 package that comes with all of these things I've shown you, $21 with shipping and handling, and you can get it at laughsandlyrics.com. So Zenergize your life with me. Thank you.